Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Allison Ansaro, Managing Editor of the American Journal of Managed Care. Medicare Advantage enrollment now represents more than a third of all beneficiaries and growth of these private plans is growing and is expected to include nearly half of all older adults by the end of the decade. In this episode of Managed Carecast, we speak with David Myers, an assistant professor of health services, policy, and practice at the Brown University School of Public Health. In this month's Health Affairs, he and his co-authors examine who is joining these plans and what the implications are. Between 2009 to 2018, the largest increases in enrollment in Medicare Advantage were found among Black dual-eligible enrollees who lived in disadvantaged areas. We discuss these and other findings on this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Myers. Thank you so much for having me. Today, you have a journal story coming out in Health Affairs with a few co-authors called Growth in Medicare Advantage, Greatest Among Black and Hispanic Enrollees. Can you talk a little bit about why you did the study? But first, can you also introduce yourself and describe your line of research? Um, My name is David Myers. I'm an assistant professor in health services policy and practice at the Brown University School of Public Health. Um, And my primary research focus is on how payment and delivery reform affects marginalized uh, patient populations in our healthcare system, with a particular focus on the Medicare Advantage program. And and most of my recent work has focused on disparities in Medicare Advantage and how enrollees with higher needs experience um, this this form of Medicare. The, The reason I wanted to do this study is because the Medicare Advantage program is growing rapidly, and it's now covers about 42% of Medicare beneficiaries, and it's predicted that over half of Medicare beneficiaries will be enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan in the next 10 years or so. And we wanted to get a better understanding of as the program is continuing to grow, how is it changing over time? Are the types of enrollees who are choosing Medicare Advantage um, changing uh, from earlier times in the program to the current day? And what do different plans look like in the program? And, and so that was the inspiration for the study to understand over the past 10 years or so, what does the program look like and how might it be evolving as benefits it's covering are changing and as the needs of the healthcare system are changing? What made this study different from some other studies that were done? For instance, I think that you linked the beneficiaries to a social deprivation index. Two things that the study I think um, was helpful for was that one, we were able to use um, enrollment data from the universe of Medicare data. Um, so instead of looking at a given sample of enrollees and looking at what uh, they're choosing to enroll in, whether it be Medicare Advantage or traditional Medicare, we knew where everybody in the Medicare program was enrolling over a 10-year period of time, um, which allowed us to understand these trends in a more refined way than, than we might be able to do in other settings. Um, and this is also one of the first studies, to our knowledge, that uh, did link uh, enrollees to, based on their zip code, to a social deprivation index to get a sense of whether enrollees that are in areas with greater uh, social deprivation or neighborhood deprivation, do they have different enrollment patterns in the Medicare Advantage program? And I think you described four key findings. Do you want to talk a little bit about what they are? 
Yeah, definitely. So first, uh, we found that between 2009 to 2018, um, the largest increases in enrollment in Medicare Advantage were concentrated among uh, Black, dual eligible, and enrollees who lived in the areas of the highest level of social deprivation. Second, we found that enrollees from racial ethnic minority groups tended to um, concentrate in specific plans. So we found that people, uh, minorities tended to be enrolled in fewer plans and higher concentrations compared to white enrollees who are more dispersed uh, throughout plans in the program. Third, uh, we found um, that Hispanic enrollees in particular tended to enroll in plans with lower premiums. Um, and fourth, and, and perhaps the most concerning, we found that uh, in, uh, minority enrollees tended to dis uh, enroll in lower quality plans overall compared to white uh, enrollees in the program. And by that, you mean the Medicare Advantage one-star and two-star ratings? Yes. Yeah, so, so we found that minority groups tended to be more concentrated in uh, two and three-star rated plans um, and were less represented in four to five-star rated plans than white enrollees were. What are the implications of that, particularly in terms of um, any ex exacerbations of health care disparities? So it definitely um, could be of concern. And, and there's a growing body of, and a wide body of research that's found that there are substantial disparities within the MA program and, and that minority groups tend to experience worse outcomes in MA compared to um, uh, their uh, white and more advantaged um, counterparts. And so if we find that minority beneficiaries tend to more enroll in these lower quality plans, then it could exacerbate um, disparities in the Medicare program at large if these plans are delivering poor quality outcomes, then they might be able to get in a higher rated plan. What do you think should be done about this though? There's been a push you know, from the federal level obviously to move more beneficiaries into MA plans because of the cost considerations and fee-for-service Medicare. So what do you think policymakers should do about this? I think that that's a great question. And I think that um, one thing that policymakers can do is just pay closer attention to what's going on in the program. And if everybody is getting access um, to all the benefits that the Medicare Advantage program might offer, um, there are a lot of uh, arguments that the Medicare Advantage program can deliver higher quality care than traditional Medicare. At least that's the argument that some people make. And I, I think that it's unclear though, if everybody is experiencing those benefits in the same way, because there's a huge amount of heterogeneity in, in this, this program. Um, I, I think in general, one of the things that's not well understood about Medicare Advantage is that Medicare Advantage isn't a single program. It's a collection of hundreds of different plans that offer different benefits and deliver on very different results to different sets of enrollees. And I think that we would all benefit by paying closer attention to where the differences in these programs in the in Medicare Advantage program are um, to, get better, to get a better understanding of if sort of the effects of the program are being felt evenly by all enrollees. When you linked the data to zip codes, were some areas of the country more pronounced than others, like rural areas versus urban areas in terms of types of plans that were available to people? Yes. Yeah, so, so while we didn't report on it in this study, in general, there are fewer plans that are available to enrollees in rural areas, um, and there's less penetration in rural areas for, for a number of different reasons that uh, largely relate to how easy it is for a plan to set up networks and, and to deliver care in, in those areas. So there definitely is a lot of geographic variation 
in, um, in plan access, depending on where you live uh, nationwide. Is there anything else I forgot to ask or that you want to mention? No, I, I think that just in general, it's important to understand that the Medicare Advantage program, it, it's growing rapidly and, it, and it's growing unevenly in different parts of the country and, and for different people. And as the program is becoming the dominant supplier of care in the Medicare program, it's just important that we understand what these trends are. So we know who policy changes that relate to Medicare Advantage are affecting, um, and so that we know that there's just a great deal of variation in these plans. Um, I, I think the other thing that comes from uh, this work is that there is a massive push and, and there is an essential need to address disparities and inequities that exist in our healthcare system. And I think what we find here is that uh, the Medicare Advantage program is just going to have to be a major player in that space because so many people are enrolling in, in this program um, that if we want to make a difference in addressing health uh, inequities nationwide, um, a lot of those di that difference needs to be made within Medicare Advantage. Well, thank you so much for explaining this to our audience. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. For all of us at AGMC, thanks for listening. For more about this issue, visit agmc.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at agmc.com or follow us on Twitter at agmc underscore journal. And if you like Managed Carecast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.